0: Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome uh, to a quick update on the Tokyo Olympics. It is, what, here it's Saturday. So technically the Olympics started last night uh, here at Japan time. And, you know, hopefully you're enjoying the games. Uh, I'm checking up on a, a few things, but you know, I wanted to give a quick update, give you some inside information. This is not an official episode. You guys listening on audio or watching or whatever, you know, but I, I, um there was a lot going on in the opening ceremonies last night. I watched it. And there's a lot of background inside information that I kind of wanted to bring you guys to bring you some context, you know, some bring you behind the curtain of what's going on in Japan. If you didn't know um, in detail, you might have heard some stories. I've seen, you know, some headlines on foreign news, but, you know, it doesn't really paint the whole picture about why the opening ceremony sucked. Okay, I'll just say it. It fucking sucked. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I like the Rio that was really good i watched them i'm not like a huge opening ceremonies fan but you know i like to see what the performance what what the um host con nations have to offer but yeah it i took consensus i worked today took a consensus with a lot of my japanese students and foreign colleagues as well and for the the majority majority of people recognize like yo the the fucking opening ceremony sucked and um there's a few reasons why they were quite underwhelming. I think is the word that really summarizes them. Uh, if you, I would encourage you, if you want to know what the potential, what, what I was expecting before, you know, this whole situation happened, what, you know, I was expecting go, I recommend you go back and watch. If you haven't seen it already, go back and watch Japan's. I might try also put that in. Uh, let me, let me, let me make a note right now. Uh, JP Rio, uh, Yeah, I'll put that in the description too. Um, go ahead and 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 watch Japan's uh Rio performance if you haven't seen the full thing. That really kind of set the bar really high as for the potential of the opening ceremonies. You know of the performance that we expected. I think before this whole situation happened, which of course you know it, it is what it is, right? Um, because Japan, if you don't know, Japanese people do precision, do group um exercises extremely well and you know um are very detail oriented so that's what the open ceremonies are typically all about so you know before 2020 you know we um kind of expected a lot from them and i was really like oh man they're gonna go all out especially especially once you factor in cool japan and you factor in you know anime video game culture and you mix all that together it's just like a gumbo of like some cool japanese shit we didn't get that and um let me explain let me get into it a few reasons why right well okay so what it all started you might have heard like about a week or so ago um the music composer of the olympics was uh resigned and and the reason why he resigned is because, I mean, it's his own fucking fault. He's a fucking idiot. But, um, apparently I don't, I don't know the, all of the details I've been watching on Japanese TV. I wasn't really too deep into the story, but apparently maybe on Twitter or some, somewhere he was kind of bragging or casually. He brought it up that he, I guess, um, I, I, there's an article on it uh, in the description. I didn't read the article because I don't give too much of fucks about it but um you can read it but i'm guessing i from what i heard and i think i remember you know he bullied um maybe a mentally disabled child when he was younger and somewhere on either possibly on social media he was bragging about it or he brought it up himself there was a f- huge firestorm you can imagine a huge firestorm about it and he was forced to resign so the music composer like a week before the olympics was fired right then i'm guessing after that there was kind of like a witch hunt you know for anybody with any skeletons in their closet you know from the um the j-i-o-c or the japan uh, olympic committee so what they did is they went ahead and um hold on one second let me make sure i'm recording Okay, good, 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 good. What well, they went ahead and did, um, they found that the director, um, of the, the opening ceremonies, you know, I guess maybe he was, again, there's a link to it. I'm guessing he was maybe a, um, a comedian, a manzai comedian, uh, in er, earlier in his life. So in the nineties, he, during a, a routine, he made like a Holocaust related joke or something like that. That was kind of found up they fired him like literally a day before the Olympics. Right. So you got the music composer. If you really th- just think about what's going on, you got the music composer, you know? So I think the composer, and I think some of the music that he chose or he composed himself, you know, was fired a week before the Olympics. So a week before the Olympics, oh shit, we can't use all this music that we've arranged. You know, we don't know, we'll never know exact, probably never know exactly how much it was cut out, but you can imagine some of the music chose, rehearsed, practiced for weeks and months, was suddenly cut out like about a week before the games, uh, before the games start. Then, like they probably knew like a couple of days before it was publicly released, the director who's in charge of rearranging everything is fired. You know, it's announced a day before the games. You can imagine the complete chaos going on behind the scenes, you know? So, um, that led to, you know, words that I describe in, in, um, I've heard described today, um, the opening ceremonies disjointed, short and, uh, subdued, but the most, I think appropriate one is underwhelming extremely underwhelming you know it didn't really feel um representative of japan at all but 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 it's not that simple there's a lot more to it which which i need to kind of give you some context to now um you might now uh, to give you a, a good example of what I think the games could have been. Um, again, check the links. There is. Uh, I was talking to a student today about it, and they were taught. Talk- we were talking about the 1998 Nagano Games, and you know that we we took a look at some of the clips. The the, the full opening ceremony is uh, in the description. If you re- <clears throat> look at, I think the opening part, which is I think like the first 20 minutes of it, it really shows kind of. It's a very traditional kind of thing, but it shows a lot more scale spectacle. You know of what can be done. And even though you know this is like 20 almost 25 years ago so you, as you know like technology capabilities planning have really advanced but you can kind of see like the wide variety you know the broad spectrum of kind of Japanese society really represented there really what didn't happen at all in in these opening uh, ceremonies right now you might think it of course the situation with the director and the composer is um, important, but we have to kind of um, set. We got to talk about the elephant in the room, which is the situation. I'm not going to say what it is, but you know what it is. Right. The, the C situation. Right. The big C. Now, I. Um, you know, the mood, as you probably know, the mood here in Japan um, for holding the games is very tenuous at best because, you know, we're having increases in, you know, outbreaks and everything going on. So the public is really not into the games, generally speaking. You got some people who are like cool with it, some people who are like, fuck it you know but the everyone's not like gung ho about this thing It's really pretty much been pushed by the IOC cuz they want the bag right they want the money i've talked about this on the episode a few times um you know it really is feels like about money payoffs and stuff like that so you know japanese people is just they've just been full on just put into it so if you think about it like you can't really have like a full on spectacle event When people are really grumbling about the situation that's going on, you know, so they kind of had to subdue, like lay low, if you will. You know, there's no spectators in the stands, you know, there's Japanese people themselves aren't able to participate. So you can't have like a full on, we partying over here when like nobody's in there from the host nation. So they had to, to, you know, like the media would have killed them if they would have went all out for these opening ceremonies. Like it would have been a massacre in mass media if they would have like really, you know, uh, put their foot in it, you know, the way that they could have done. But again, they really couldn't do it because like all the people planning all this shit were axed. Right. So, so that, that, so it's kind of DOA kind of, um, situation. Now, um, another one thing that were, that were clearly absent again, um, there was a lot of C-related C, C related acknowledgement. I think that was the most majority of that thing, I think, done to kind of placate the Japanese public, which really felt disjointed and really didn't make much sense. When you got into the part about Japanese culture, it was just like, what the, f- what the fuck is this shit? Like, you know, it really wasn't, you know, it, it just didn't mean shit. Like, <laughs> there was also an absence for me, noticeable absence of you know, anime, kabuki, video game culture, um, modern Japanese culture, you know, the things that really are appealing to people wanting to come into Japan, um, which were hinted to in the Rio games, which of course couldn't be there. Um, um, the one thing that was there was, um, So after we get past the main part, which is extremely short, kind of really weird, everyone's like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? Um, then we get into the Olympic procession. Now there was a lot going on there too. Like I, after a while, I just muted it. I'm not going to lie. I had some other shit that I was doing. I was talking to a friend online. So I just muted it, had the TV on. But, um, if it might have been confusing for people, like in other countries, if you did have a chance to watch it, the order that, um, countries were being introduced. Now what, and for me, this is where, um, The bullshit of these games really came. Out. I could I could kind of forgive the other stuff that happened But when I put it for me personally, like I, I'm kind of like yo Just be real with whatever you're gonna do right be real be keep it a hundred or whatever you're gonna do and You know if, if you're gonna have a subdued games cool, you know for the situation whatever cool but What happened is a small detail, but for me it kind of showed the hand of the people in charge of these games and what what this shit was really all about. I'll tell you why. Because during the um so basically the how the procession um was going, it might have been confusing for several people. I don't know if they explained it in your um native language or whatever, but pretty much it was going according to the Japanese alphabet, the hiragana alphabet, which is iu eo kakiku keiko, think hai blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. Right? Um so um the order like, you know, for example, ah, Algeria or whatever, whatever you know, Argentina, whatever, you know, countries were coming, um, etc. 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 and all the way to the end. Now, keeping that into account, right? Ah, America, you would expect and I was expecting, I think everyone was expecting, that America would be one of the first countries to come out during the procession. They didn't. So I was like, ah, oh, okay, that's weird. So, you know, maybe there's two kind of ways that America's pronounced. There's three, actually, that could have been pronounced. Um, ah, America. That didn't happen. So then I was like, okay, well, in kanji, technically, beikoku, um, is, is the way, um, America said traditionally in Japanese, right? Not in katakana, but in kanji. So, I was like, okay, maybe it's going to be Bay Koku. Bay be comes out. No America. That's really weird. Okay. So then United States, maybe, you know, you, which is, will be really weird, but you know, wait for the you. No America. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? You know, it's clearly going in the hiragana, uh, alphabet. So it was really like, yo, what the fuck is going on? America's the second to last. I-, I believe I-, I didn't really pay attention, but I heard France. America and then ending with Japan. Japan makes sense; they're the host nation. Now, why was America the second-to-last nation to come out? Right, that really felt out of place, and it it, it didn't really make any sense, you know, any way you slice it, really, right? And so, I was, I had my, I have my ideas. What happened? Um, I was talking to students today about it, and everyone was like, "Yeah, that makes kind of total sense." My theory on what happened is personally, I think somewhere along the line, like the IOC probably, you know, took a look at the order for the, for the procession and saw that, yo, um, you know, how we're doing is traditional Japanese alphabet. Great. Well, America's going to come early. Whoa, whoa, slow down. That can't happen. Why can't that happen? Because the number one, you know, the number one sponsor for TV rights for the Olympics is NBC. NBC is an American company. Um, In America, if you know about it, Eastern Standard Time, the vast majority of TV watchers are on the East Coast in America. So NBC, Eastern Standard, American Time is where the money is for these games, right? Now, um, everyone knows, uh, me too, in America, you're waiting for the American procession to come out. That's what you're waiting for. If that procession happened too early in the, the games, the viewership would immediately drop off. People would just turn it off. Okay, whatever. Turn it off. And then, you know, boom, NBC loses a bunch of money because no one's going to watch the fucking commercials, whatever the fuck was on. Like, you know, after that. So delaying it until the end forced everyone to watch everything, you know, kept the numbers higher until the end. This is my theory. It's not official, but this is my theory. And it's kind of really transparent. If you think about it, that's what happened. Because Th- there's no other reason for that. I mean, yeah, you can try and cover it up put fr- and put France there. Well, if France really was the one of the, the third to last nation, what one of my students told me is the excuse given was, well, since the next Olympics are going to be France and America and in the, Japan, they're going to be, you know, brought out, which doesn't make sense anyway, because Well, it does. Uh, But I mean, but, you know, my students like, yeah, but that's probably the excuse that they made up as a reason to do it, because up until this point, that didn't happen at all, right? That never happened. Only for this Olympics, you're going to choose the Japanese alphabet. And only for these Olympics, you're going to completely break with tradition just so that conveniently America can be put at the end, you know, just so that the viewership can be kept on. You know what I'm saying? It just seems a little bit too convenient. I might be talking to the conspiracy land here, but it makes perfect fucking sense to me, you know, especially when we know that You know the number one push for these games is the IOC is the TV rights is the money I've kind of talked about that a little bit in Japan you know Japan's really not participating in any of that stuff so at this point it's all about the money so for me when I saw that it kind of threw away any bit of respect that I had for the opening ceremonies, you know, for the preparation, for like the cuts and all that shit, because you know, if you're yeah trying your hardest to maintain the integrity of the game, and then you sell out like that just for some fucking TV rights shit, it's like yo, all this shit that you're doing, it doesn't fuck all that. That's how I feel, you know. Like you, you just you just talking some bullshit. As far as I'm concerned so um so yeah that that's kind of the the big was the big kind of tell for me after that i kind of re- tuned out even more i was just texting jeff we were talking about how much this is bullshit he was like yo a bunch of people are texting me like yeah this is some bullshit like it, the really consensus that i've heard like 85, 90% of the people were like, yeah. I mean, I understood why it had to be subdued like this. I'm not just blaming them. I'm not saying they should have gone out all out because it's a really a no win situation. But the way it was executed, you know, um, a lot of the fuck ups and fumbles. Um, That were happened and controversies behind the scene. It was just a recipe for disaster. For me personally, like, I also got to talk about um, if you've watched it, like, they did the medley with John Legend and some other people I don't fucking know singing Imagine, which is cheesy as fuck to me. And you might not know, but like, it was extremely cheesy because Imagine, you know, is one of the most well known songs in Japan for people, I think, like 40 and over here like you don't know how many times like you know i've i've had students or friends or people middle-aged people want to sing imagine in karaoke here in japan like that's like the cheesiest most obvious song to try to like tug at the heartstrings of japanese people you know and it was for me it's just it was, you know again like just trying to like bring everybody together i mean all over the world, I'm sure Imagine is a popular song. Like, i uh, maybe it's just not my cup of tea, not my circle or, you know, culture, culturally relevant for me. So I can't really speak on in mass how many people really love that song and really connect with that song. But in Japan, oh my gosh, like it's fucking crazy. So for me, choosing that song is, it might have been like a late edition, I'm guessing, just to kind of like, try to unify japanese people you know as as far i mean there could have been a bunch of other songs or a bunch of other ways to do it but it kind of felt like you know that's kind of like a you know a kind of cheap move you know for me especially after the american thing so yeah, I, after that, I mean, I, I I didn't watch the end. I didn't watch the torch lighting, like. But so I was just kind of like, like fuck, I'm going to bed. I got work tomorrow. Like, there's enough of this bullshit. So, I mean, congratulations to Naomi Osaka for lighting the torch flame again. Like, they're trying to show inclusion. I don't really know how genuine that is, you know, but whatever i can't really judge that but but yeah um i think those are all i got some notes i think those are all of the main points i wanted to bring you up to date to on the opening ceremonies there was a lot going on um you know i wish the athletes all the best Uh, i'm not really going to comment anything more about that but i just wanted to bring you that uh, this update to let you know what was what's been really going on behind the scenes and my take on um the opening ceremonies so Check out the games, I guess, if you want to. I don't know. <laughs> and um, episode 168 is recorded. Sorry for the delay, you guys. It, it, 167, 168. Uh, it, it's, it's coming. Uh, I just need to edit it. But first, I, I'm just this rough uh, video and audio just to kind of uh, let you know what's going on with the games. So, all right, y'all. Uh, that's it for me. And I'll holler at you next time. Peace.